Episode 1. Let's get after it. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Honestly, there is uh, nobody here. That was actually a track that I purchased off the wonderful interwebs. And we put it in there because I thought it was funny. So welcome to the Mike is Always Right podcast. I am your host. I am Mike. And pretty much what this is going to demonstrate is I'm always right. So let me start episode one by saying thank you to the three people that are actually listening to this, uh, my mom being one of them, and then probably some poor guy like south of Ukraine, like, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to listen because he says he's right. Uh, You know, for you guys that tuned in, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, coming on this journey. I I wanted to put together some things and, 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 you know, basically put together a podcast that would be very similar to the series Seinfeld. Please, Jerry, don't sue me. Um, but it was a show about nothing, right? What is this going to be about? It's going to be about nothing and everything at all. When we say, when I say Mike is always right, what I'm saying is no matter what the issue is, I'm a conservative. I'm going to be right. I'm going to be to the right of it. I'm going to choose freedom. I'm going to choose individual liberty. I'm going to call out the left-wing liberal crap and say, no, that, that's not what this country came from. So when I say Mike is always right, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek. I know that you know the other person that's probably listening is my wife, and there's some major eye-rolling going on right now. But welcome to my podcast. This is episode one. This is the beginning. And so I wanted to just go down and kind of give you a brief history, not only a history of me a history of kind of, you know, where this podcast, where it developed, how did it become, what was the process of bringing it to the light of day. And, and, and truthfully, this process is here and, and, and this podcast is here um, honestly because of one person and, and, and truthfully that's Rush Limbaugh. And, and I say that because he passed away several weeks ago and he was that voice and and i i will never do what he did i will never be what he was uh i may be attacked like he was but who knows you know let's see some of the stupid stuff that i can say and you know how much hot water that gets me in but really it was someone stepping out and saying you know no i'm i'm gonna give you my opinion you may not like my opinion you may not understand my opinion, but this is a platform that I have and I'm going to give it. And I always respected that. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I was a hardcore 35 plus year listener of Rush because I wasn't. Uh, at, at the time of this uh, this taping, I'm 41 years old. So, you know, I wasn't born in the womb and came out and I was like, conservative, man, let's do it. And, and listening to Rush, but People like Rush, people like Hannity, people like Michael Berry, um, people like that in my life and listening to talk radio have really influenced my thought processes and have really given me kind of the the rub and the and the edging and and really challenging my beliefs. And you say something, you go, whoa, 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 there's no possible way they just said that. And then you go back and you're like, well, 
damn it all looks like they're right this is this is weird so a little bit about me so uh i am married i have a wife a beautiful wife uh, a little little under 20 years right now i have a daughter at this time she's 12 years old and, and she is the apple of my eye she is everything to me and she is probably the single greatest thing i will ever do with my life uh, is be a dad to her and, and to coach her and love her and guide her in life and give her the support that she needs to grow up. Uh, we have one on the way. So uh, I don't know if you caught the initial thing, but yeah, I'm in my 40s and uh, my wife is pregnant currently right now. So joke's on me, right? I'll be raising children until I actually retire. But children are a gift. One One day we'll do an entire podcast on Adoption will do a podcast on abortion where those issues meet. Oh, I said the A word. Now people are going to try to cancel me because I do have opinions on that stuff. So my family is amazing. I love them. I was born and raised in Southern California or as I call the Socialist Republic of California. Uh, I was very fortunate that I was born and raised in a very post-Reagan era in California. He had just finished uh, being the governor of the state. A lot of things he left in place kept that uh, 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 that, that <laughs> communist society at bay for probably about eight to ten years, uh, and then you had the liberal left wing nut jobs move in and uh, Silicon Valley, and and you know here's what we got. But I was raised in a place where if you look by by any definition, I should be an absolute flaming liberal. I should be so left of center, it's not even funny. I should be so government dependent that it's not even funny. Mike, are you saying that people that are left are liberal and they're, they're government dependent? It's what the left wants you to believe. The left wants you to believe that you actually need government. Let that, let that set in for a second, because we'll intertwine these, these theories and these thought processes. Second time I've used that word. We'll intertwine them throughout this, but the basic goal of the left is government big, you small, we'll tell you exactly what to do. Please, don't question us. So I came from the Communist Republic of Southern California, and the best thing that my parents ever did for me, I always tell people that my parents had a drug problem. They drug me across the country. And the greatest thing my family ever did was settle in a brand new country and that country is called the Republic of Texas. Now, if you've never been, just like Forrest Gump says, it's his whole other country. And that's what it is. Texas is the place that taught me that, hey, you know what? If you want it, go out and get it. If you need it, work for it. My dad was the one that taught me, hey, if you don't have a really good job, go out and get three or four little jobs, right? So when we talk about that, I am not telling you I am perfect. I'm not telling you that I have all the answers. What I'm telling you is the way that I'm going to answer every question is through a conservative mix of thought process. A conservative mix that says, no, 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 we're going to let community be our guide. And we're going to let freedom tell us what to do. We're going to look back to the Constitution, greatest uh, uh, piece of paper ever written with the exception of the Bible, that says... These are the rights that you have. They're God-given, and we're going to defer back to those. We're not going to defer back to our feelings. We're not going to defer back to what we think. We're going to defer back to this document made by a bunch of incredibly intelligent and flawed men that has been guiding our country 
for over 200 years. So I came here, I came to Texas, got me a big old dose of Southern hospitality, learned what true barbecue was. I don't think I truly knew what barbecue was until I came, God bless Texas, to the state of Texas. Uh, at one point, did not truly know what a good beer was, and then I got introduced to the world of Shinerbach. Not a huge beer guy. I do love whiskey. Maybe we'll do an entire episode or 12 on whiskey and just taste test those. That would be a, that would be a fun time. So I moved to Texas when I was 16 years old from the Communist Republic of Southern California and got a big old dose of freedom. I have traveled, I have lived, I have worked, I have been to 45 of the 50 different states within this beautiful country, uh, literally from one side to the other. There's only a few that I haven't seen. Uh, traveled to Canada, traveled to Mexico. I have enjoyed traveling. I have seen a lot of different places. I have met a lot of different people. I've seen some things, man. I've seen some things. But I love this place. I love this country. And for you to think for one second that I don't love the leftist liberals that I love to talk smack about, I do because there's a place for them. There's a place for them in this society if we pull our head out of our butts and quit canceling people where free speech exists and you can be feel and you can feel free to give your own opinion. You can feel free to say, "Hey, I don't like this." "Hey man, if you don't like it, turn the channel." If if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, "This guy is a moron." "Hey, please, feel free. You, you don't have to listen." You can go on to somewhere else, somewhere that makes you feel good, somewhere that makes you feel happy. I'm sure the Disney Channel has many podcasts for you, or maybe Nickelodeon, many podcasts for you instead of listening to this one. My covenant, my contract, my, my goal with this audience is to always be truthful, is to always be real, even when it hurts, even when it doesn't make sense. Even when it's like, man, there's so much going on. There's so much racket. There's so many issues. There's so much stuff. Let's cut through it together. Let's cut through it together. Let's maybe bounce things off of each other. Let's maybe have an open discussion. And I, and I can tell you this. I do not want, and, and we'll get to the point where we're doing interviews, and, and I have several lined up with just some different people. Not big name Hollywood, you know, political government superstars. These are people who live in my community. These are people that, that, you know, are looking at the local school board, looking at the mayor's race, looking at how we can take care of our, our firefighters, our policemen, our EMS professionals. God bless them. They do a great job and they don't get even a tenth of the respect that they deserve. I can tell you this, the decay in our society that has vilified cops is at an all-time high that I've never seen in my life. Why in the hell would an 18-year-old kid coming out of high school look at everything going on and think to themselves, I want to be a cop? It's, it's sad. I have a very good friend of mine lives in, in the Southern Republic, Communist Republic of California, and, and, and we talked, he was a cop for 30 plus years, salt of the earth, amazing man. And that was his big deal. Why would ever, anybody ever want to get involved in this profession with as much animosity and hatred as there is today? It used to be the cops were the good guys. Now they're the mm, guys. 
And and let's be let's be truthful. Let's be frank. There are bad cops. There are bad cops. They need to be rooted out. They need to be prosecuted. They need to be sent to jail. But you know what? There's also horrible plumbers. Terrible electricians. Horrible mayors. Sleazy politicians. There's bad in every walk of life. If you dig up a little bit, I'm sure you're going to find it. Everybody who's Google searching me, you'll find, find plenty of bad stuff about me. I'm a person. I am flawed. I have not always walked the straight and narrow. I have made mistakes. Owning those mistakes and moving forward are the best thing. But I, I want to interview people who want to make a difference. People who are looking at not what Washington, D.C. is doing, or, or I live in the state of Wisconsin, what Madison is doing. They want to look at what they're doing in their local community. What's going on in my local community? What sort of things are being taught to our children? Hello? They want to see what sort of things are we doing to improve the roads, the bridges, the hospitals, all of that stuff. You can't tell me that the governor's thinking about that specifically for my small town because I'm like 300 miles away. I want to interview people who are real. People who are willing to say, hey, this is where I'm at. This is the mistakes I've made. This is my life. And we talk about that. And we have a genuine conversation. I want to interview people on the left as well as people on the right. And there may be some hot contested moments, I'll tell you specifically. We start talking about things like voting rights. Start talking about things like immigration. Notice my, my name, it isn't uh, Mike is always right, the Mexican, okay? My, Mike is just always right. But my last name is Hispanic. I have family members who came over from Mexico legally, immigrated to the Communist Republic of Southern California, and started my family. I'm very much for immigration. I think immigration is the best. I think we need to, like a great freedom vacuum cleaner, turn that hoover on and suck up all the talent from the rest of the country to make this place amazing. Give us your best, give us your brightest. But you know what we don't want is we don't want your crackheads. We don't want your murderers. We'd prefer not to have your rapists. We prefer not to have the people that can't even look out for themselves. This country is advanced citizenship. You gotta want it. You gotta go after it. This is the land of the free, the home of the brave. This is where you can make yourself anything that you want. Unless you wanna be a drag on everybody else. If you wanna come here, please don't be a drag on our society. Please don't take advantage of our welfare law. So we're going to talk about things like illegal immigration. We're going to talk about things like voting rights. Oh my gosh. Is that a hot button issue right now? Like you, like you don't even know. We're going to talk about things like executive orders. You know, we have three very distinct branches of government. Why in the hell can they not get along? Why? Because there's so many far left so many far right and nobody wants to try to meet in the middle get business done for the american people you know what we need we need roads we need bridges we need hospitals we need our fire our ems we need our we need those those services to be able to take care of the people who are here
You know what we need? We need less taxes. And, and here's the deal. I, I will tell you this. I am in a tax bracket. I'm, I'm not going to brag here. But I'm in a tax bracket where Uncle Sam is basically sucking my will to live. And I'll be honest with you. And I've said this publicly. I've said this privately to a lot of friends that I have. I do not mind paying taxes. I don't even mind paying a little bit more in my taxes. If the money was being used right. If the money was truly going to help people in this country. Hey, you know what? The welfare system exists for a reason. Sometimes you get knocked down. Sometimes things happen. We just went through an entire you know, year of things happening with this virus. Sometimes you need assistance. Sometimes you need government assistance. But there are people who have been living continuously off of government assistance for years not taking the appropriate responsibility. I'm sorry, let's talk about the $15 minimum wage, or as I call it, the ultimate Death Star that does basically kill business. We need a living wage. Go get a better job. Go get better skills. If you don't, and if you're not able to take care of and buy the things you want, go the places you need to go, do the things you need to do, it's incumbent upon you. John Q. Citizen to get out there and get after it. Why should we, the people who are doing it, take care of those that are refusing not to? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about things like voting rights. We're going to talk about all of this different stuff. And my hope is this. This is my hope that you'll listen, number one, that you'll tell your friends, number two, that's kind of self-serving, isn't it? Right? That's kind of self-serving. <laughs> but my hope is that you'll learn. My hope is that we'll grow. My hope is that I'll be able to come back and say, man, on this issue, I thought that I was the bee's knees. I had everything figured out and I was right. <laughs> Guess what? I didn't have all the information, kids. And I need to make a correction. Why? It's important to keep things real. It's important to keep things balanced. It's important that at the end of the day, we understand that we're people. We understand that at the end of the day, we're gonna make decisions. You know, our society is paralyzed oftentimes with not doing anything. They're paralyzed because they don't wanna go right. They don't wanna go left. They don't want to move forward, but they certainly don't want to go back. So they stand still. Our government has been in a place of standstill for decades. You want to blame Reagan? Go for it. Bush, pick your pick which one. You want to blame Obama? Hey, the guy had two terms. Let's talk about Bill. Trick, tricky Bill, right? Hey, you can blame it on all those guys. You can say that your government is the reason for your lot in life, but I'm going to look you in the face and tell you you're an idiot. This is the greatest country on the face of the planet, the greatest country that's ever existed, and it doesn't owe you crap. It exists to provide you the freedom to do whatever you want to do and to make your own way. So when we talk about Mike is always right and we talk about conservative values, Let's sum it up with this. We believe in freedom.
We believe in you getting out, getting after it. We believe in you being free to do and unleash the power and the potential that you have in your life. We believe that this country, if you hustle, you can make a difference. You can go from the outhouse to the penthouse. You can go from 0-15 to the world championship. But it's going to take goals. It's going to take effort. It's going to take work. And that oftentimes has become a dangerous, horrible four-letter word. Oh my gosh, you, you expect me to work? Get after it. That's the only way that things get done because nothing is going to be given to you. So I think that's a place where we can stop right there. This is what this is about. I hope you come back for our next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoy the episode, subscribe. If you enjoy the episode, hit the like button. If you want, send an email. We'll put that in the description. And let us know what you'd like to see. Let us know what topics you would like to breach. Let me know if you'd like to be interviewed because, God, listening to my voice for now 20 minutes, it's going to get a little difficult, not going to lie to you. We appreciate you. We thank you for your listening. Have a great rest of your day.